0: Mr. Charles Cope, thank you so much for joining me in the dog pad.
1: Thanks. Thank you. How
0: can I help you today?
1: Well, Snoop, we're here to talk about the primacy of the individual. A country built off of liberty, free individual choice. Amen, man. Amen. And against a government that strips individuals from their rights. What are you thinking about?
0: Think about where the next block gonna come from. Anyway, uh, nah, man, I understand what you're saying, and I've thought for way too long that Americans need weed to be decriminalized or the 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 legalized is, is 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 what we want, and yes. I understand from. Your business uh, with uh, Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola Foundation, that uh, you might f- be able to f- invest in the in the legalized weed industry. Is this is this correct?
1: We don't we don't invest. We encourage. We don't.
0: Ah, okay. But you give you go and give money to the to the politicians, right?
1: We don't see it as giving money. We see it as giving resources to the. Best human capital in our society, in order to make the best choices for Americans,
0: but but it's like a bribe, right? So you give them, so you say, hey, Mister Senator, Mister Congresswoman, Ocasio-Cortez, whoever whoever it is, you gonna go to them and say, hey, if you support no, 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 making no. weed not jailable, then then uh, here's the money.
1: No, 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 no. And we- it, and it
0: keeps them in in the job,
1: right? we we give politicians ideas like you give people music it's simply an act of creative achievement ah, to push politics okay, in a certain okay. direction the same Speak. way that you use music to okay. move people
0: speaking my language brother of course you know it so what are we going to do we're going to come together cuz i feel like with my network and my 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 audience i can maybe get this message and together in a, you know, perhaps a, a marijuana freedom alliance. That sounds perfect. We could work together, Mr. Charles
1: Koch. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Which state... State. Should we start with? California love, baby. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> California is legal, I'm pretty sure. Right? California <laughs> is
0: legal. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to Party Roulette, the one, the only, top, number one rated politics podcast of Amsterdam. I don't know if that's true, but it might be. Probably, Probably is. Probably is. Probably is. At least English speaking.
1: For uh, for art students, humanity majors, and European uh, studies. Alternative
0: thinkers. Exactly. Independent exactly. minds. This is where the home is at. I'm joined by my longtime guest, Elmer Fudd. How are we doing today, mate? Elmer doing doesn't well. want his, uh, his real name to be used anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. I need that. Uh,
1: and I'm gonna be, He's yeah. applying
0: for jabs next year, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly.
1: James. Get it off my LinkedIn. That's, uh, that is a. Uh, fundamental goal yeah podcaster
0: no. at slim radio nope <laughs> <laughs> slim who Well, no i never heard of it mate no no no
1: no It's a different guy called Elmo <laughs> I'm doing well though I'm doing well man how's a uh, how's your uh, view on American politics man how are you feeling about it it's been yeah.
0: a, it's been interesting it's been disillusioning uh very much so I mean I'd say I'm uh, out of out of my estimations of what the Biden government would be like I'm actually a bit surprised. Pleasantly surprised. I think there's been... More some progressive. It's more progressive. It's like it's more stuff has been happening than I thought would be happening in the first few months. I feel like there's been a lot of moves um, towards progressive goals, a lot of stuff that Bernie was fighting for on the campaign. Obviously, like, watered-down versions of it, but still the right direction stuff. Um, but, of course, we've had Joe Manchin, who's the senator, yeah, from West Virginia, who's been blocking everything, finding a reason to... To cancel everything and criticize and make amendments. I see you making faces at me, man. you got something to say, don't you?
1: Well, I mean, before before we get to that, I, I do have a lot of opinions on Joe Manchin, slight hero that he is. Uh, do, you, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that Bernie could have achieved what Joe Biden has achieved in terms of, you know, a progressive country? And if you don't think that's the case, doesn't that make... Joe Biden a better progressive than Bernie Sanders?
0: No, because I don't think anybody in the Bernie campaign, anybody supporting him thought that Bernie would come in and like change stuff overnight. I think it's much easier to make incremental change quickly than it is to make substantial change in the long term.
1: So, so you you, know, you seem like a Biden supporter almost when you say slow incremental change. You want to go, mate. You want to <laughs>
0: <laughs> You want to you want to rock it out. Nah, um no, I no, I would say like if Bernie was president right now, I think there would have been a lot more happening. Really, is in, in terms of everything because I think he would have used the executive um, function much more than Biden has. I Old think man, he would back have. Room. I think he would have come in and said, "All right, legalize weed day one, cancel all college debt day one."
1: Yeah, that's true. I think the he college would have done debt that. is a thing that is. He would have yeah. done that
0: day one, man. And it's like, yeah. okay, if he did those two things, then that's already more progressive than anything that Biden's going to do potentially in eight years. The effects of that and how it will help young people in like the coming years is just, it's, it's fucking incredible. Like just imagine you free up all of that money for young people to like invest in themselves, invest into the fucking economy. Like if you believe in the multiplier effect, then that is the number one thing that's going to help the economy.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can, we can talk about student debt later, but I think, uh, yeah, I think Biden is uh, arguably doing enough for uh, student debt. His student debt plan is pretty good. I mean, How much did he cancel? He's not canceled anything so far, but I think he's proposing uh, $10,000 for specific colleges, so public school, uh, public colleges, not necessarily targeting it for private colleges, right? Because his opinion is, why do you want to cancel debt of Ivy grads, for instance, or people that are kind of wealthy to begin with and went to a college that's more expensive than average for yeah, more than expensive than average. I do degree. feel like
0: that is like, that's used as a criticism against these policies way too much. And it's like, yeah, yeah, man, it was a very common thing I ran into when I was in the Bernie campaign. Like mm-hmm. I tell people, I tell a lot of college students, like, Bernie is going to cancel all fucking debt on day one. Like, especially when I was at UNI, University of Northern Iowa, and I was yeah. speaking to students every single day. That was one of the first things I'd go to. And so Bernie is the only candidate who has said categorically, day one, he's cancelling all student debt. He can do that. That's one of like the main functions, powers he has in the presidency. And that really got people on board. And it was really like, fuck. I can if I vote for this guy, he'll cancel my debt. But then a lot of people were like, Yeah, I've heard that, but you know, won't it also be cancelling debt for the rich kids? And it's like, yeah, but why, well like why, why do you care about that? You well, know? It's, that it's like it's yeah it's just to make everything fair across the board but like I feel like there's that's such a small part but that's like the the downside of that the the unfairness of that whatever that may be is completely outweighed by the good the canceling all the debt of people who are like crippled by it
1: but those do. those two things can exist at the same time so I mean if you're using it saying that it's shifting the actual policy discussion more yeah, right or against it. That's a fair exactly, point. Exactly, that's what
0: I'm saying. It just, it, 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 it blurs the discussion too much. Yeah, okay, way.
1: okay, fair. Because I, I would say that there's, I mean, the Democratic pool at the time was really kind of split on a number, be it the amount of funding for healthcare, for instance, or just, uh, well, the type of healthcare policy they actually had. But then also in terms of student debt. I mean, you did have people, like I think it was Klobuchar and Biden that basically agreed, yeah, there should be Cancellation of student debt, not all of it, but for places that are lower income on average, Mm -hmm. well, schools that are cheaper on average, but have still burdened maybe lower income students with a lot of amount of, lots of debt that they can't actually carry themselves, while being nuanced with the amount of people that have, you know, chosen a really well paying degree. I mean, you're going to rack up a lot of student debt if you're going to become a doctor in the United States. Just, you're also going to pay. Get paid a lot of money when you're older. So, and that you can have a certain level of nuance there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand the point though. It's, it for well,
0: me, it's, it's it's just like, it's, it seems like a bit of a classic political trick to like find one problem with the policy and then yeah, straw man yeah. it a bit okay, and then okay. use that yeah. as like, ah, oh, but what about this? And it's like, yeah, you're right on that, but fuck off. Like, yeah. that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not really a point. But we should say like the whole skit at the beginning with me being Snoop Dogg and Emma being uh, Charles Koch. That was actually a real story that happened this week. Snoop Dogg and Charles Koch have actually joined forces in the med, in the Marijuana Freedom Alliance to try marijuana and get yeah. marijuana, which I think is beautiful. But it's coming from a place of uh, of money, you know. Charles Koch yeah. was against it, and now he's like, oh, "I'm for it." It's like, all right, yeah, but now in your home state, they've legalized it.
1: They've legalized it. Yeah, I was speaking with a friend the other day, yesterday. And he told me he we were on the phone, he was like, Wait, wait, wait. This someone's is Someone's calling York, by the this way. Is in New York. Yeah. He was in Syracuse upstate. And he gets asked, Oh, wait, wait, Elmer, uh, someone's called my name. Not his, not his name, he someone was calling him. And he walks outside, don't hear him, he comes back and he's like, Man, someone was just asking me where they can buy weed. You know? <laughs> so, some guy was just outside on the street like, Yo, you know, where can I buy weed? You know, like <laughs> Where the weed store? at? Exactly. <laughs> and he had to explain, yeah, I think, you know, business should be opening soon. You'll be able to get them uh, eventually. So I think uh, I think it's a real change. It's a positive change. It's different from when I was younger, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a big taboo. Very That's scary. Uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Your
0: story about Brendan Fraser still cracks me up, man.
1: What, what was the story? What the oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, and yeah, your yeah, friends yeah, were yeah, in yeah, the car, yeah.
0: Yeah. and then yeah. Brendan Fraser knocked on the window.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a that is a classic one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's young thought, high school life, huh? That's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Time, I mean, it, it, good time. I mean, it makes marks a uh, marks good stories, but. Let's let's talk about a little bit about Joe, not big, not big the Joe. executive.
0: Big Joe Mansion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you know about him? So, I mean, a lot of
0: what I know, like we, I think, also why I enjoy talking to you in this capacity on this podcast is we have very different approaches into U.S. politics and also different media sources. Like, I get most of my news. Um, Jacobin. From no, I don't get <laughs> from <him a> Jacobin. Fair <laughs> Jacobin is not that much different from where I get it from, but yeah, it has a different reputation. But, um, no, I get it from a lot of left-wing pundits on YouTube, um, journalists so, yeah. who operate in new media, out of The Hill, Jimmy Dore, Kyle Kalinske, guy. Um, Jimmy Dore is fucking legend, man. I absolutely love him. Um, but yeah, they're all like very independent and very left-wing and they're not ashamed Kyle about is them.
1: quite nuanced, I think, to I be think honest. I think Kyle
0: Kalinske is yeah. quite good, but I've found myself disagreeing with him more and more. And that's also why I haven't been like listening to his stuff as much, um, because I've just found myself getting a bit annoyed at some of his... Like, it seems like he he developed a very comprehensive political platform, and then he kind of... He he never seemed to deviate from it. Like, you see him a little bit, but, like... I think part of what attracted me so much to him in the first place is the certainty with which he presents his political ideas. And then the more and more I've learned about politics, the less I believe in that certainty. And the more I believe, like, every situation can be different... A lot of it's disillusionment, but a lot of it is also like just feeling kind of less angry with what's going on. I don't get emotionally affected by this stuff anymore, which is nice. Um, But with Kyle, it's sometimes like there is that raw element, which is really good and it gets people passionate and engaged. And that's like, I don't think I'd be anywhere near as interested in politics if it wasn't for this this guy Kyle. Um, But yeah, what I know about Joe Manchin is mostly from these pundits um, and he's always been framed as this this Democratic senator who could very easily be a Republican, a blue dog Democrat, always going across the aisle um, to vote with Republicans. And yeah, he has this reputation and he's been reinforcing that recently because he's been blocking a lot of the progressive agendas of Joe Biden, such as $15 minimum wage, um, the corporate tax increase, which isn't even going back to 2016 levels. Yeah, it was yeah, raising yeah, it by 5% from 21%, 26%. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Joe Manchin's like, oh, we can't do that. My West Virginians will not allow this corporate yeah, tax yeah, yeah, and just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. prick shit, yeah. man. It's like, yeah. Yeah, what What do you know of him?
1: Yeah, so I know that Joe Biden has some uh, controversial as every senator with, you know, lobbying from his state, but obviously- Joe yeah, lobbying is still important. I mean, it gives you a good idea of industries in the area. and You don't want to screw those up too badly because no. a lot of families tied to those industries. But uh, Joe is, yeah, so Joe, when in Washington, D.C., Joe Manchin doesn't live in a house. He lives on a boat. He lives on a houseboat. <laughs> and he invites senators from across the aisle, politicians, to his houseboat. And they'll drink a couple of times, and then at the end they'll get into a big group hug, you know? This is a guy that really, I think, is in love with centrist politics. And I'm not saying it's, like, centrist in the sense of just, like, oh, the center is not acceptable in the United States, it needs to be this way. Just in terms of, like, the average. I think he's just extremely obsessed with just anything bipartisan, working together. He's in love with it. He he absolutely... uh, Everything that he does is, I guess, marked on... I mean, if you take something like the filibuster, right? The entirety of idea of 60 votes, what he, I think, has explicitly mentioned with this election in particular is his so main explain goal. So
0: explain what the filibuster is for anybody listening who doesn't know yeah, exactly so, what it is.
1: Uh, filibuster is actually... Was inter, it's changed a lot, but it was introduced as basically a uh, minority power. So someone has a piece of legislation, and the Senate is regarded as basically a very uh, holy institution, right? The senators can debate as long as they want, right, on a certain topic because they get the full speaking floor. And basically what that means is that you can speak for however long you want without interruption. Um, And what that means is you can stall policy votes, substantial policy votes, by speaking for extremely long. You stop other things from going on the agenda. The Senate can't do its job, right? So if you're talking about U.S. government, being able to speak for hours on end, which promote stops any substantial change from happening can be a significant shock to the system. Yeah. Now what you can do is you can overrule that vote, but you need a major more, you need a super majority in the yeah. actual chamber to be able to do that. And it's been used a lot more now than before, but it's, it's basically tried the filibuster isn't actually like used as often as it is like you don't have uh in the sense that you don't have a lot of senators that actually go up and speak for hours on end, it's yeah, a, the threat the of filibuster. But you also,
0: because from how I understand it right now, you don't you don't need to go up and speak. No, it's it's time. the
1: it's the threat of it. So yeah. they know. So the longest filibuster was, for instance, with the civil rights. I think it's one of the longest where they just spoke for days on end trying to prevent civil rights legislation. That guy was that guy was
0: called Felix actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 Somebody yeah. sent to me once and was like. Look at this. The guy who spoke the longest ever is also called Felix. Guess yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the name. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 11 days, I think, if I'm not mistaken, It's pretty pretty long. Bernie Sanders' nice. filibusters also quite a bit. Yeah,
0: but he uh, he, he, actually... Uh, the one I've seen of him is him talking, actually. Is it? Is it not a filibuster? Yeah. No, it is. No, but it's like... It's an actual filibuster. He was up there for 11 hours yeah, talking yeah, yeah. the whole time. And then yeah. somebody edited like a lo-fi mix it's of amazing. it. It's amazing. It's a great Beautiful. one. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love yeah.
1: that set. Go to sleep to it. Yeah. No, th- that's really what it... What it is, But basically it means that Republican, you can't really get certain legislation passed because you would need a, a super majority to be able to do it, 60 votes, because uh, you need to overrule the filibuster and you need to go past it. Um, but, yeah, that's basically the argument. And I would say to, to steel man it, to present it in the best way possible, the, the reason why you would be in favor for the filibuster is if you can expect that you're going to be a minority party. Yeah. Right? So... You could easily say, yeah, Republicans have been stalling a lot of this stuff for years, right? Which prevents, for instance, in Obama's term from legislation going through. But you could easily say, I mean, imagine if DeSantis, right, runs a really popular campaign and inflation does rise, the economy's overheated. Let's say that happens. DeSantis is who? uh, He's the Florida governor. It's kind of like Trump, quite popular. And people are upset with whatever the government, I don't know. Let's just imagine that happens. And people, because of that, get resentment for Democrats. If you do that, then you prevent the Democrats from stalling legislation on the other side. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is a thing to consider. I mean, that's really. It yeah. is. It
0: is. And it's not as black and white as sometimes it gets made out to be. But I think the idea of reinstating it to what it used to be, where you actually had to speak when you were filibustering, you couldn't just have the threat be there and then effectively stall government. You had to actually go up there and fucking talk and talk and talk yeah, and talk yeah, and yeah, talk. But yeah. you could do it hypothetically, but it's saying. Like, then it sort of reinforces that commitment. Because I think a lot of the time, like if that was the case, you wouldn't get a lot of these politicians yeah, you could, who just you could really try
1: and push it. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, like it would actually like, in a weird way, it would give more breathing room for democracy and like the will of these politicians. Because it's like, it would still then reinf- like, reaffirm a bit of power for the majority, which is democracy. That's kind of what we all believe in. Yep. But then for the minority, you're maintaining that. And like, if people really do fucking care about it, they can do it. And it almost like, makes it into more of a legitimate thing because it's like, oh, look at them actually fighting. They're not just yeah, holding yeah, it yeah, up yeah. for whatever reason. It's like these people really believe in it and they'll, they'll do whatever it takes, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean... I, th- I think yeah. it would get
0: more public support then as well.
1: But, I mean, if you took something like the filibuster bill, you could imagine that you just have a crap ton of Republican senators that just keep going after each other speaking, you know? It just doesn't end. Like really long, you know. Like yeah, maybe that thing that I mean, that but, is yeah, but like, but that's the threat of it. I mean, but
0: it's it's, it's the same thing now, you know. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now nobody's actually speaking, so I don't know. But, but yeah, it means I,
1: that it means that legislation that has an actual chance of getting through is legislation that you know. You, it means that those are just usually the points of disgust. If mm-hmm. if a piece of legislation is going to get filibustered, it's just not really put on the table, right? So the the Recovery Act. And it goes through a reconciliation budget uh, bill because it's the only way to get it through. Because they know that if they presented it to the chamber in general, it would just get filibustered. Yeah, would not would not happen. Uh, so th- that's a significant part. But I think Joe Manchin and I, I agree with this as well that there is there is a lot more compromises that can be established in a place like the Senate than people are led to believe. I really do think that is the case. I mean. With infrastructure legislation, I mean, there's a debate on regulating companies for a certain amount of tax versus a carbon tax to actually fund the the construction of roads. There's a lot of nuance in these things, right? And that matters. I think that's really a. I think Joe Manchin believes in that, but I, I think
0: so as well. And I think there there is a place for somebody like Joe Manchin. I'm not disagreeing with that, but what why why like my opinion on Joe Manchin at least is that he needs to be. Kept in line a little bit, like I I do like that approach of like working with Republicans and not viewing them as like this fucking other boogeyman party that needs to be fought on all terms. But equally, like the left wing of the party in Congress is so weak that somebody like Joe Manchin doesn't have anybody telling him like, "Hey, you fuck think off." Weak man. Oh, absolutely. They
1: passed the largest stimulus bills in American yeah, mate, history. Yeah, like, Everybody's I mean-
0: been saying that, man. That is a fucking like adrenaline shot. That's not gonna really save anybody, you know. What are you talking about? Man, that man, stimulus what? bill is like is not gonna long term save I mean, the, anything. There,
1: there are lots of discussions that those that bill is going to really overheat the economy, which causes a micro recession. I, I, I mean, I
0: mean, potentially it might overheat the economy, but I I still don't think that is gonna like long term improve people's lives. How can a stimulus bill of of free money?
1: No, I'm not. And, I'm not saying that it's like you can have a complete debate on the actual. Potential, of But the idea that the left side of American politics has not been able to pass serious, substantial... Pe- you could say that the, the substantial piece of legislation is worthless, but it's still substantial.
0: I'm not saying it's not substantial. I'm not saying it's not worthless. I'm saying I know you're, it's not enough. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm saying the fact that the $50 minimum wage got scrapped from that is disgusting. And like what? that's people like Joe Manchin.
1: But Joe, oh, man. Oh, Felix. So minimum wage is like, it's, it's pretty complicated, man. I mean, you could like, it's not just saying, oh yeah, $15 minimum wage. I understand
0: it's complicated, like, man. But in a lot of places like that in real terms is not going to be $15, you know? That's like, exactly if you look at the it, thing. But that's, I know, but this yeah. is, this is my point is that like, yes, like there will be a lot of places where it's potentially a bit too much. But yes, I'm not concerned about those places, man. I'm concerned about in fucking Alabama where it's like $6.90. Ex- but, that's,
1: but that's the place where you have to be worried, right? That if anything, that's the place to be concerned about. Cuz you could uh, say you phase it in incrementally, but a place like West Virginia, right? I'm not Look, here's the question. If you're a senator of that of that state. It's an independent country and you want to make sure that the economy is going to open up smoothly, people can go to their uh, to their jobs, there's a number of small businesses for instance, and you want to make sure that there's not as much pressure as the pressure that has been there for the mm-hmm. last year or more because of corona, right? You could say that there's a number of things in. There's a clear example that there's massive inequality in a state like West Virginia, there's not enough people being paid. But the idea to slap $15 from a real minimum wage in West Virginia, which is like I think like almost 7 $8. It might be a little bit more. That is that is a substantial increase to ask of people that are like just getting by paying their workers uh, that uh, minimum wage. And that's not to say that there's like, you could say, well, uh, there's a much larger reason why they're getting paid that much. We have to have a much larger conversation, but it's, it's reasonable why someone would say we need to be careful, reasonable about how much we hike up, what businesses, what companies are mandated to pay in these areas where they're already paid pretty not, like $15 minimum wage is like a New York standard, right? That's, that's the just minimum a wage in New York. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I understand that. And like, I think maybe $15 is too much. I think you're right on that. Potentially, I don't, I don't know. As You could be well-intentioned. I don't about know it, either, it but for was, me, man, it's like, yeah. okay, well, it gets slapped out of the bill, of the stimulus bill, and then it's not there anymore. And then that's that. And it's like, if, if at a time like this, you know, real left-wing change is not happening and it's just stuff like a stimulus bill which is really just a short-term solution then it's just gonna get worse man it's just like there's gonna be more poverty more wealth inequality and more people dying needlessly and it's like that to me is the thing that needs to be addressed and the economy is a massive part of that, don't get me wrong and like i do i do absolutely agree that 15 dollars in these states where the real minimum wage is say nine yeah, or ten. It's it's you know? a sizable increase. I, but the, to talk the point about, yeah. is, is like in those states, that is where it is desperately needed for it to be this increased. Is true. Yeah. And like when you say fifteen dollars, like it can can you imagine if it was actually in the relief bill, like the first provisions, the first drafts that didn't go through in the end? Do you think it would actually happen in these no. states? No, I think neither, neither do I. And it's yeah. like, but that's the point. No, wait, like, no. Well, you can.
1: Like, what what you mean are you asking if the state legislatures would increase their I'm minimum? saying I'm
0: saying that if 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 this goes through in in the bill, fifteen dollar minimum wage, that's all agreed upon, senators vote for it, Biden passes it, everything good. Do you think it's actually gonna happen that in Alabama, in West Virginia, they have to start paying people fifteen dollar
1: minimum wage? Yeah, yeah, because it's a nationally mandated minimum wage. Nationally mandated minimum wage in the United States is seven twenty-five, I think. Mm. I don't know exactly what the, there is a nationally mandated minimum wage. I don't know what it is right now, but it's, it is, it is pretty, uh, it's not big, right? But I I do think there is a, you could have a really good conversation about, I mean, the fact that um, New York has a $15 minimum wage, California has that. You could have a very reasonable conversation whether West Virginia should start really discussing increasing its minimum wage a bit more, you know, that's it. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. No, or at absolutely. least it's tax rate no, 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 on the top. No, 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 but know, it, but
0: yeah. it, it, I think it's, it's it needs to happen hundred percent. Like there's just far too much poverty in these states for, for them yeah, not to a be a minimum good, wage yeah. increase. Yeah. But what makes me curious then, because I think you do have a point um, about how it's $15 is too much. And that can be a big shot to the economies. But then I don't why? know. I don't know. No, sure no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think you're probably right. And especially in a lot of these states, and maybe that, that is why Joe Manchin was so against it and got it out of the bill. But, my question is then: Why does somebody like Joe Biden put that in there? If 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 mm-hmm. it's quite obvious that this is going to be a big shock to some economies, why would he? It's because it's the red states, isn't it?
1: I think he probably.
0: It's because it's the fucking red states that that like, would have this problem. It could be. I yeah. Don't know. Well, I, I, I think it's
1: I think it's also a little bit of gambling, not gambling, uh, deal making. Like, I mean, Joe Biden. I don't know what he's doing. He has a lot of reasons why he has yeah, yeah. the things we he can't, does. We can't try yeah. and get two in his brain. We yeah, <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah, he has. I mean, if there's like, I know he's like, like getting older and stuff like that. But if there's anything where his like cognitive load is projected on, <laughs> it is how to play with the Senate. You know, we're trying to figure <laughs> out
0: Biden. Like, what's his angle here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's got an angle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same um, with Trump, man. Fucking hell. Yeah, no. I had really. retarded presidents for five years. Yeah.
1: God damn it. I I think the, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a couple, I'm trying to think of legislation in the infrastructure bill. There's definitely things in the infrastructure bill that have been like offered, which are going to probably be expected to take away as a means of, you know, making the, the the bill better to get passed. Right. It's like give them a deal. They're definitely going to reviews and then, you know, a little bit like foot in the door, you know, kind of, uh, and I mean, so far it's still worked as a pretty effective, uh, piece of legislation that they got across. I mean... Uh,
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I saw some stat that it it, it like overnight decreased poverty by yeah. like 6%. Oh, was
1: it was at the beginning of the um, uh, pandemic actually as well. The uh, They first did cash payments and it was like the first time the actual poverty rate of the United States actually decreased ex- ex- very much so in, I think it was minority neighbor. I've read an economist article on this, so I, I'm kind of mm-hmm. paraphrasing here, but yeah. And then it dropped as well again. Because yeah, the, uh, but you don't the,
0: think that's going to go back up?
1: Oh, I think I think it'll go back up. I honestly, I'm not too sure about the, yeah, the level of uh, inequality in the United States after. There's a part of me that thinks, okay, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to change because I mean, you're still getting stimulus into people's pockets, which people have saved. You know, people are reconsidering their like life situations. For instance, in in New York. Uh, there's massive inequality in the city, but there's also a lot of businesses now moving outside of the city, decreasing their rent space. And there's an argument that, that actually, you know, reduces uh, rent for people there. My my brother is uh, moving to California right now. Yeah. And he's going to like Oakland, the Bay Area. And I think part of the reason why he's probably going to be able to get an apartment there relatively quickly is because it costs less to live there now. You know, and like, there's a lot of nuance in this is like, oh, that's not going to address the overall larger, larger problem. But there's also things... That come out of this, where I think maybe it is a little bit more positive. I mean, there's more small. There, there are more businesses created this year than ever in U.S. history. So really? registered with, uh, uh, with the U.S. Um, whatever whatever Chamber it's called. Of commerce, whatever yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you register your companies more than ever. So people in this pandemic clearly have done some really, reevaluating. That surprises me. Yeah. man.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm doing it myself. You know, it's like. You know, It just, there's opportunities that come out of it. And it makes people people rethink what they're doing a lot and like shit falls apart. So you've got to rebuild it.
1: Yeah. I mean, also the commuting time is gone, man. If you're a young professional. True say, yeah. yeah, And you, I mean, one, you could either be incentivized. You have a little bit of savings already and you just really dislike your job. And you think, you know what? I'm going to do something else. I have time to work on a different project because I can get my stuff done fast in the day. That added with the idea that you don't have to spend maybe two hours commuting. That's gone. That yeah. gives you extra time to reevaluate these things, man. It really, yeah, it really true. Does. Say, true. Say, and uh, I think, um, I guess that's a good thing.
0: I suppose, like, we'll a see. few I don't cities know, yeah. getting like yeah. less crowded, different urban centers popping up. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's I, I, you know, I don't know what's but going. But you wanted now, to though. talk about Georgia as well.
1: Yeah, I mean the, yeah. So there's um, I don't really know what to think about it, man. Because there, there's what's one happening. Part I have, I, I already have no idea. So. Georgia is, in theory, uh, making it hard to vote, right? So they're passing more stringent ID laws uh, for registering to vote, or no, sorry, getting your absentee ballot. They're also uh, dropping the amount of ballot uh, drop boxes. Uh, they made this like law that you can't sell water within a specific area of the, um, yeah, and stuff like you that. sell and, water. Yeah, and it, the- you need water yeah. in Georgia, man. It's yeah. like 100 degrees it's in the summer. It's super hot. And the, I think the, I mean, Georgia already has a large issue with a large amount of lines, right? And the argument is that you're actually going to impact voter registration for particularly poor areas and poor areas are particularly uh, uh, African-American in the United States, at least those areas in Georgia. And that is restricting their votes. That's how the argument goes. But I mean, the idea of ID registration for an absentee ballot, it's it's a controversial thing, I think, because people mostly support voting IDs, the idea of an ID, and to tell people, like, oh, it's voting registration because people won't get an ID, I mean, it's, it could be offensive because you think, like, who's not smart enough to get an ID. but then the argument is that it's just it costs a decent bit to get an ID. Yeah, but for absentee, absentee
0: ballots, like, what's the what's the difference? Because surely to to get an absentee ballot, you need to have proof of address. Exactly. But then if Normally you have that... Normally just signed. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. So now, I mean, if you want to get... The idea is you, you want to vote, right? Yeah. And they've made it so the the ID is necessary. And the argument is that a lot of people in the U.S., for instance, if they wanted to do that, they would have to get their birth certificate. They'd have to take a day, like, really to organize out of DMV. There's some states that have differently... I mean, I looked even at the Georgia website, right? And it's just more poorly designed than New York. It's less clear uh, for me how to register to vote on Georgia's website than it yeah. is on New York. And... Yeah, I mean, there's a... I, re, I was talking to my friend, and I'm not sure if this is true. This could be fact-checked. But mm-hmm. he said that, uh, actually, you don't necessarily need an ID. You can still use, like, for instance, a checking account at a bank, just proof of something, a receipt that you've done with your ID tied onto it, like uh, in the past. And that is proof of evidence that you're a citizen or that you have a eligibility to vote. But I'm not sure about that. I, I need to check. But did you... Um, um,
0: yeah, do you think this is deliberate?
1: I think it's probably... Uh, yeah i mean man i can't i can't see the attention in, yeah. in the senate elections yeah man i don't i would assume who so controls the state legislature if republicans are pushing it it's a republican yeah and governor. they just
0: lost the two yeah. senate seats yeah i think that would, it would make be, sense yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting stuff man
1: No, it's real Th- these are real party plays man yeah it's, it's, how it just,
0: goes. it's just it's yeah there's not much we can do about it it's like, all right fuck off yeah it's a it's a controversial oh, well done lads Stopping the black people from voting. Nice wow.
1: But the <laughs> classic, the uh, real, I guess, the unfortunate part is, uh, Joe Biden has had some comments on it, and that has resulted in some pretty. So the MLB, Major League Baseball, has I think moved to Georgia, uh, specifically, thing, which is a serious amount of money, right? And this is what Stacey Abrams, you know, Stacey Abrams. Yeah, of course. She did a. She's part of the partisan, the reason, maybe the reason why the Senate elections went Democrat. And she was arguing that, you know, okay, it's it's good to talk about this voting rights legislation, but when you rail on it like this, there's been some negative repercussions because corporations which give money to a lot of Georgians have now moved, right, because of it, because it's the voting rights legislation. And that's that is an unfortunate like trade-off that's happened as well from the rhetoric surrounding it. Mm. And yeah, it's a hard it's a really hard topic. I uh but I need to read more about this, so I don't uh mm.
0: yeah. Yeah, another thing that's happened recently is uh just below Georgia. We have the wonderful state of Florida. Yeah, where Representative Maddie Maddie Gates. Matty is he from Gates. Florida? Yeah, he's
1: from Florida. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why are all these creeps in Florida? You got man? voted by so many old people. Why are yeah. all of them in Florida? Uh, Epstein, your parents are there.
0: Epstein, my parents are there. Like <laughs> <laughs> Disney was there, man.
1: Fuck. Yes, yeah, so this guy Maddie
0: Maddie Gates. Uh, he's a Republican, right? Definitely Republican. Yeah, yeah, big time. Definitely big time. Uh, yeah, he um, he has been caught um, having a relationship or having sex with a 17-year-old, repeatedly flying around. Eye the, probe, yeah. Yeah, the flying probe. around the country, um, paying her for sex, paying other women for sex, having orgies um, with underage women. Um, also doing it with, like, other influential people in Florida, like tax collectors, other congressmen um, are involved in this. Apparently, it's a whole big scandal going on right now, and... And yeah, I did the the blanket pardon thing. So this was, I think, yeah, two man. months before Trump went out of office, yeah. he requested a blanket pardon for any future crimes he might be convicted of from the White House. What? Good yeah, man. I know wrong. <laughs> this came out nah. like two days ago. But yeah, it, it, like, that
1: doesn't go through. That's not a thing. It doesn't. I don't know, man. Because that, that would have been done by it. Nixon. That that would not been uh, the case. Yeah, I like, don't.
0: but it it just imagine like. Trying to plead not guilty, and they're like, So, so, uh, Mr. Not Guilty, why did you uh ask the president to give you uh future ex pardons? Yeah, man, if you're so not guilty <laughs> in that case, it's Because like, I knew you'd stitch me up, it's like, nah, man, stash through rape. Yeah. That, guy true, true weird, that guy is
1: weird, man. That is I remember seeing uh, uh, there was a campaign rally that. Trump did in Florida, and Trump forgets Matt Gates' name, <laughs> and Matt Gates is like extremely loyal Trump representative, you know. Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. you see the it was like you know the oh, what's it called the uh, curb your enthusiasm theme. Yeah, yeah, the meme. yeah It was yeah. like that, right? So it's like, hey, look at my like Maddie something. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good content. Was Maddie, really... Met Matt, 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 my boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. No, it's uh.
0: Now there was uh, in the the story I was I was reading about it. It was uh, yeah, heavily insinuated like if if he does get off, then he probably is gonna get off because he knows where all the bodies are buried, and he knows all the congressmen who are dodgy like this. Man, uh, and like <sighs> he'll pull some strings, and be like, yo, I'm, if you're going, if I'm going down, you're going down with me. And he might have enough of that to like actually get out of this somehow. I bet they're
1: all. I've heard stories that Washington D.C. is a cesspool of and this he, shit. This man. guy's definitely in the yeah, middle man. of it, man. Flying ah, yeah, him in,
0: paying him for sex. The, the like. center of power.
1: You know, just, there's a. Uh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Man. It's nasty. It's but there's nasty, something yeah.
0: about it as well. It's like it is. It's. It must just. It must just be when you're in that environment. It much it must just be crazy, man. Crazy, yeah. like, unless you're really ground especially coming into it. Is like he's quite a young congressman as well, isn't he? He's young, maybe yeah. 40. Yes, yeah, like I think that. younger,
1: 30 really? something. I mean, he's how yeah. representative, so he can be that young. But yeah. coming
0: into it, into that environment when you're that young, like, of course, you're gonna go fucking nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to excuse anything, of course, but like, yeah, I, I can see why all these, you know. I mean, it's pretty
1: awful. I mean, it doesn't just yeah, no, terrible, but it's it's it happens like, so often, yeah. man these congressmen not just even state reps like they just for instance I mean not saying people are just people are just generally bad in terms of these things but like cases of adultery while still running and being married and running off of religious oh, values yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, paying for abortions right even though you're against uh, abortion or right? you know it just it's i mean you've some representatives where you think like okay no the, like Ted Cruz is an asshole but he's not you know, he's loyal he's to his not, wife. He's like. not sex pest. <laughs> yeah, not in probably the same not way. like
0: a prolific sex pest.
1: No, just a just a killer. Just, just a, a just a great guy. <laughs> just
0: a servant of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, I think we should wrap it up for now. It's been lovely having you on again, Elmer. Of course, man. Let's uh, put on some Snoop Doggy Dog as we uh, as we outro. But obviously, YouTube are giving me the fucking eyes now, man. Like a year and a half ago, and they were like, "Oh, we'll just start giving two ads."
1: If you don't skip it, it adds on to the other one, right? As well. Really? Yeah, it's pretty awful, actually. Okay, well,
0: this is uh, the Snoop Dogg style beat. This is great to be here, man. Always, bud. Did you see? There's a new What If uh, His video out yesterday. No, I've not. I've not. Man, it's right. half an hour long. I'll watch it. Says, it says, uh, "It says Western civilization." Story. <laughs> I'm Beautiful. so looking forward to it. Man, that. I got to watch I'll watch it today. I'll watch it yeah. today. For those of you who don't know listening still at the 40-minute mark, What If Altist. He's an alternate history YouTuber. Probably the smartest man online. He's pretty smart, yeah. yeah he's he's pretty, pretty smart, dude. Just, uh, yeah, a lot of history content. Very interesting stuff.
1: Intelligent guy, yeah.
0: Check it out. Catch you guys later. Peace.